The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this broadcast of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, Pastor Greg Scalzo will be concluding a Heavenly Authority sermon, which focused on divisions in the church. Pastor referenced 1 Corinthians, and when we left off, he had read about communion from chapters 10 and 11. The Lord's Supper gives us a vibrant picture of what the church should be in contrast to the carnality that all too often creeps in. Here now is Pastor Greg. For we, though many, are one bread and one body, for we all partake of that one bread, and the bread we break, is it not the communion, the fellowship of the body of Christ? That we might have a clear understanding of the Lord's perfect will for the church, let us look at the actual Last Supper and take a few moments and go to the Gospel of John, chapter 17, at the Last Supper, at the First Communion. Jesus has just prayed for his disciples that are with him. And then in verse 20, he prays for all believers, for all time. He prays for us. He says in verse 20, I do not pray, he's praying to the Father, I do not pray for these alone. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. This is the heart's desire of Messiah. This is what we should be. It is a testimony to the world, that the world may believe that you sent me, that they all may be one, even, Father, as you and I are one that they may be one in us. Now, notice that expression, in us. One in Jesus. And again, the symbolism of the communion is so important because when you go to the communion table, when you say, I receive the bread and the cup, I take inside of myself the body and blood of Jesus Christ, what other person would you say that of? No other. Because he's God. The life is in the blood. You receive his life. You're accepting his life inside of yourself. It is a fellowship. It is a communion not based upon nothing or fellowship for fellowship's sake. It is a communion based upon Jesus Christ living in each one of us, bringing the Father into us through the Holy Spirit. In us, it is a communion in Jesus. It's not just unity for the sake of all kind of feeling good together and we all want to be, we're all part of the human race and we all want to come together and hold hands. That is modern, the modern twist of much ecumenicalism, which is being one in nothing. This is being one in Christ. He prays that the body of believers would be one in him, that the world may believe that you sent me. As a testimony of Jesus Christ, when the church is one, when believers are one, it is a testimony, Jesus says in his prayer here, to the world. Verse 22, And the glory which you gave me, 
I have given them, all believers in all time, that they may be one just as we are one. Jesus' prayer for us at the Last Supper, his prayer was that his believers would be one. He says it in verse 21. He says it in verse 22. One in him that the world may believe that the Father sent him. One, and he says, the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one. The glory, the power, that's what we read in Matthew 18, where two of you are gathered together in my name. Jesus is right in the midst, and there is power, there is glory. When we agree, when we are one bread and one body, there is power in the church. Why do you think the church is so weak over the centuries? Because sin comes in, corruption comes in, there are divisions, there must be divisions to show forth the sin, but the body is not one, and you don't have that dynamic power that the church is supposed to have. Verse 23, he says, I and them, Jesus and us, you and me, the Father and Jesus, Jesus through the Holy Spirit coming in our hearts, bringing the Father, that they may be what? Perfect, made perfect in one. Third time he said it. This is his prayer for us, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Perfect in one. Complete, complete together. And the world will know that you love them as you love me because my glory will be upon them. We saw this in the early church, the power that they went out in, the dynamite that changed the world. We cannot imagine a pagan world trying to evangelize a pagan world. We get glimpses of it when we see missionaries go over to places in third world countries. But remember, they weren't going into third world countries. They were going into the power centers of that time, and they were pagan and terribly pagan. And how does a few Jewish people change a world? By the power of the Holy Spirit, they were one in Jesus Christ. They were one in him. They were one body. And the Lord moved them. The Spirit moved them. They knew where they had to go, where they shouldn't go. And as they were one in him, the glory of God came upon them. They were shown to the world, these I love. The power, the glory that was Jesus's, he gives now to his body. And the world was changed. And I believe in the last days, because the Lord has prayed it, it will happen again. The bride will be made perfect. Fine linen clean will be given to her. And I believe in the last days you will see the church again not be I am of this one and I am of that one, but I am of Christ. One body, believers all over the world, joined through the Holy Spirit in the common fellowship of Jesus Christ. I in them and you in me. And right there you see the problem of much of modern ecumenicalism. We're talking about a whole, complete, healthy body of Jesus Christ in the world. We're talking about a perfect unity in Jesus Christ, a perfect one, a perfect body. We're not speaking about an ecumenicalism that's afraid to even sometimes say the name of Jesus, 
that's afraid to repeat a quote from his word, his Bible, let alone recognize that he must possess, he must indwell each believer by his Holy Spirit, that Jesus Christ alone is Lord. Modern ecumenicalism will read passages about peace and love. They will mention the Christ consciousness. They may even mention a vague notion, some vague mention of Jesus, but they will never speak about sin, salvation. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one goes to the Father but by him because you may offend others you're trying to bring into your one happy group. That's not the oneness of the Bible. The heart's desire of God is to be whole, complete, in Jesus Christ, we in him, he in us, he alone is Lord. That's the true Jesus of the Bible that saves us from our sins, not some modern fantasy version that accommodates a lot of different ideas, a lot of different opinions, a lot of different heresies. But the will of the Lord is clear. Verses 21, 22, 23 that they may be a perfect one, that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. True believers in the true Lord are called to be a perfect one. A unity based upon who he is, not upon a pragmatic cooperation by eliminating any reference to the truth and the Lord who bought us. That's modern ecumenicalism. It will set them apart from the world he will show his love and his glory to them, and it's meant to wake up the world. As it did back in the days of Acts, as I believe it will do in the time to come. He says in verse 24, Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me, for you loved me from the foundation of the world. So much one in Christ, close in the fellowship of Jesus, so close to the Father, Abba, Father, that when we pass from this world, we go right to be with him. We are one with him. And in heaven you have those who have gone to be with their Lord, the church triumphant, they used to be called. Those who have been victorious, who have overcome, and they are now one with him. And in heaven they're not saying, I am of Paul, I am of Peter, I am of Apollos, I am a Calvinist, I am of this, I am of that. They're saying, we are of you, Lord Jesus Christ. One body. Part of us is up in heaven, triumphant, and part of us is down on earth, desiring to get through this world, and the only way we can is through the Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God, he says, will be revealed in them. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me. The ones that are his know who he is. And I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. The love of God revealed in us. When believers are in complete unity, perfect oneness, each in their Lord Jesus Christ, filled with his love, the glory and the power of God that was on Jesus Christ comes upon the church. It becomes the glory on them, and the world will see it. And that's why Jesus said, 
and Matthew 18, 18. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great promise. Lord, that you give us a glimpse of what we should be. That you show us the glory of the kingdom, the power of the kingdom in this world. Father, forgive us, all believers throughout all church history, for the carnality, the worldliness, the schisms, the, the childishness, the arrogance, Lord God, that takes even the special time of fellowship around your table and perverts it, Lord, into a human fleshly thing. Father God, restore knowledge to all believers in this globe of the oneness that we have in your Son, Christ Jesus, that we would have the mind of Christ, that we would agree, that we would see power from heaven displayed as never before, as your Spirit is poured out on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters, they prophesy, they see dreams and visions. Father God, and you pour out your Spirit in a way that the world has never seen. Help us, Father, to unite not in a false ecumenicalism, but in the trueness of Messiah Jesus. In his name we pray, amen and amen. Join Pastor Greg on the web for serious Bible study. The address is www.shiarjashub.org.